This is James Granstrom, and you're listening to the Super Soul Model Series. This podcast is designed to uplift and inspire you to making positive changes in your life. I have conversations about health, happiness, spirituality, and why adopting a positive and successful mindset will change your life for the better. Hello and welcome to another episode of the James Grantstrom podcast, Super Soul Model Series. This podcast is designed to help you transform positively so you can enjoy greater health, happiness and well-being. Today's episode is a great one. It's about the power of words. The power of words has the ability to shape your life for the better or for the worse. But what I wanted to do is give you some ideas and some examples of how you can shape it so you can transform your life positively and reap the benefits. And the content of this one is so profound, I cannot even begin to tell you. Words have really shaped my life more clearly than ever before because I used to not understand words and not understand the use of words as I, as I do now. My life has transformed so much for the better and I want that for you immensely. And Everything that I share on this podcast is designed to really allow you to, to think deeply so that you're rewiring and resetting your conscious ability to interact in this world and show up in the best possible light you can. And when you're getting online, as I like to refer it, when you're coming in from this place of light, well-being, happiness, joy, a sense of fulfillment, you are really making a huge positive contribution to the planet and the people's lives you touch. It doesn't matter whose life you touch, whether it's an Uber driver or someone in the supermarket or someone at the petrol station, wherever it may be, you can always make a contribution for the better. And that contribution that you you make when you feel good and you come from this inspired space can really make an impact in someone else's life and you create this beautiful ripple knock-on effect. And what we're doing by that is creating a beautiful world. And my intent here with this podcast is to help awaken within you what you already know, that you are massively contributing to the world, whether you know it or not. But now what we want to do is make it conscious. And that's where the real fun begins. So let me get into today's topic, the power of words. Let's cast your mind back to perhaps when you're at the school playground and you may have heard this saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Is that a true or false statement? Well, in actual fact, it's both. Because when you're feeling good, those statements just deflect off you. But if you're feeling vulnerable, if you're feeling in a place where you're feeling a little weak, a little dejected, and someone fires these words at you, then that can really affect you. And that's basically what bullying can do. And the only reason why those words were able to affect you was because you were temporarily offline or out of connection with your true self. Now, conversely, if you're feeling good, those words can just bounce right off you. And what we're trying to do here in this this particular podcast is remind you of your power, remind you that life can bounce off you because you are developing new spiritual toolkits, mental toolkits, emotional toolkits about how to meander through life when challenges present themselves. But not only that, but it's to tap into this lighter side of your being so that you come from a state of knowing that all is well. That takes time, that takes a full-on rewire, and that's essentially why I love to do these podcasts, 
because I'm sharing with you how I've rewired myself in this particular way so that you can do it to yourself as well. Because repetition is how we learn to take on new information and let it become part of our character. So words, as Mother Teresa said, kind words can be short and easy to speak, but their echoes are truly endless. Now, I love that quote. Isn't that beautiful? Because this particular essence of what Mother Teresa is saying is, is that when you utter something beautiful, when you utter something kind, that emotion is transferred over to that other human being. And that is why our words can have such an impact on other people. So when they come from this beautiful space, this beautiful heart space, and, you, and it comes with sincerity and meaning, that can really transfer over to another person. And it's not so much that what we say, it's how we make other people feel. And the emotion behind the words that we use can really transfer emotion from one person to the next. So when we're saying something with sincerity and authority and kindness and love and compassion and maybe joy, that is how we can share this beautiful use of words with others because all words essentially have a frequency attached to them. So the Bible has this uh, saying, so if I go back to like when I grew up and I, I grew up a Catholic and I look at the Bible, and one of the things that I learned was it said the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. What does that actually mean? And what's that got to do with words? Well, the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. So this is how it can be translated. The word was made flesh. I utter something in truth, and then it becomes flesh, which means it becomes physical form. So first words must be a vibration before they come into physical form. So if I state an intent about what it is that I want, then that will eventually come to pass in physical reality. Let's look at people like Muhammad Ali, for instance. Muhammad Ali used to, you know, be very jovial and frisky when he'd be in the interview and he'd be saying, I'm going to knock you down in the sixth and he'd turn them into rhymes. And he was a prime example of someone who used the power of his words to be able to get inside the mind of his opponent, let him know his intent, and then physically, word was made flesh, happened in the ring in the sixth round or whatever it was. Now, Conor McGregor is someone who's done this more recently. So he's done that in the MMA. Now, I'm really fascinated by people who are using the psychology of their mind and the use of their words with emotion, particularly in sports, because that is how we can relate to all this information. And you are no different between yourself and an athlete. Remember, the athlete in you has just a different level of focus. And as you begin to rewire your brain, as you begin to attune yourself to your ability to realize that you can influence your day-to-day -day life with your thoughts, words, and actions, but primarily with your emotions and frequency that you're vibrating, then you will understand your real power because your real power comes from within about how you're speaking. Like for instance, right now as I'm speaking, I'm speaking with a sense of authority, I'm speaking with a sense of lightheartedness, but I'm also speaking with a sense of sincerity. And that is because everything that I'm sharing with you, I've tried and I've made so many errors along the way to get to this point where I'm like, right, I've got to share this on the podcast because this actually works. And then I'm always looking for examples of where people have already done this. Do I get this right all the time? No, I don't get this right all the time. 
However, what I have realized is that there is a common thread about how this does work. And Muhammad Ali, who called himself the greatest, by the way, was the, the use of power words that he used on himself. Isn't that fascinating? But he convinced himself, he cajoled himself into believing his own hype, into believing his own greatness. Now, who would have the audacity to call himself the greatest? Muhammad Ali did. And that's why he's still to this day considered the greatest because he had the audacity to not only say it, but live it and live and breathe in his mind and body and soul that he would bring that to the table. And Bruce Lee did it too. He'd broken his back, come out of hospital, nine months in the hospital. And he says to someone, I can knock you out in 60 seconds. And, you know, his wife is about to walk out on him saying, if you do that, if you don't win that, I'm not going to go through the same pain that I went. But Bruce Lee said, did what he said he was going to do. He backed it up with his words. His words were strong enough with authority, with insincerity and with passion and power and eagerness. That was his mission. That was his sole mission. And he used the power of his words and then backed it up with his action. And that is how he made such a profound difference in his sport of Jeet Kune Do and has made a huge impact in the lives of many kids, me particularly one of them. The power of words has the ability to affect other people by creating happiness and healing or harm and destruction. We have the ability to influence our lives and the lives of others by the little things that we give out into the world because what you give out is what comes back. And if you give a kind word, kind words would come back. And if you give out destructive, harmful words, they will also come back and you will realize that it is always you doing it. And the words that you use, not only in the world, but also how you talk about yourself has the ability to impact you and your health and healing. So if you talk to yourself in wonderful, healthy, good feeling words, then that will become your reality eventually, but you have to begin to use your words as uh, a vehicle and a medium to begin to create positive change. You have to start with yourself. So for instance, you could talk to yourself in terms of, I'm healthy, I'm happy, I'm well. Whenever you talk of yourself, talk of yourself as you're doing well. Because if you talk of yourself like you're not doing well, eventually that will come to pass. All words have a vibration. Words such as, happiness has a vibration, words such as satisfaction has a vibration, words such as fulfillment has a vibration. Can you, can you just feel the subtle difference between happiness, satisfaction and fulfillment? These words make you feel up, don't they? They just make you feel like, make you feel like good. And then there are other words which is, which is such as sad, miserable, unfair, can you feel how that feels? That feels damn, doesn't it? These, all words have a vibration attached to them. So when you start to use vocabulary and you start to use a vernacular of uplifting positive talk, whether it be talking out into the world or how you're talking about yourself or even how you're talking about yourself talk, and I'm going to do another podcast on that one, but how you talk and the language that you use can make such an impact, not only in your life, but in other people's lives. So use your words very, very carefully because a kind word can transform another person's day. 
So when you interact with someone at the petrol station or you interact with someone at the shops or wherever you go, always leave a kind word of uplifting. Don't leave someone on a downer, leave someone on an upper because if you're doing that, that is what you're going to start meeting with because remember, whatever you give out will always come back. So if you're always giving a kind word, you're always giving people the opportunity to have the benefit of the doubt. You're always giving an opportunity for someone to feel appreciated. That's what's going to come back and your life will improve and your life will feel enriched because of your words. Your words really can transform not only your life, but the lives of others. Now, words spoken with truth will really resonate with other people because it may be hard to speak your truth sometimes, but you'll be loved and appreciated because you spoke it and you will be honoured that you spoke your truth because you know, it's also quite funny to speak your truth, but it's also quite sincere to speak your truth. So it's better to speak your truth as long as it's not hurting anybody, but it's coming from a self-expression because if you didn't speak your truth, what will happen is you'll only be hiding your light. You'll be only hiding that greater part of yourself and you always want to give that greater part of yourself. And sometimes it's really speaking your truth Sometimes it's hard to hear the truth, but you always value the people that allow truth to be spoken to you. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us is basically translated as, if I say it and I mean it with sincerity, then it's coming to pass. I always love uh, Winston Churchill's speech. He finished his main speech by saying, we shall never surrender. And he said that with such passion, such vigor, such authority. And when he used his voice in that way, that was the difference between him saying we're going to win the war versus we're not going to win the war. And those use of words by such incredible orators can really make the difference and transform a generation. Look at someone else, someone like Martin Luther King back in the 60s in the civil rights movement. He says, I have a dream. And that particular speech changed another generation. It was an epoch when he had that speech, that life-giving speech, and he gave his heart and soul to that speech. So the power of words is so profound. If you ever listen to a eulogy and it's beautiful, you will feel with every single word the gift of someone's life by the person giving the speech. So speakers can have such a profound impact on sharing um, beauty, love, kindness, and emotion with an audience if it's done very, very carefully. So the very use of words is profound. It's a profound skill and it's a great use of being able to share emotion with other people. Now, I talked about Muhammad Ali earlier, but look at other people like um, Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins has a wonderful way about connecting with his audience, using the power of words to be able to change someone's physical state. And that's why I was using those lovely words earlier, like satisfaction, uh, sincerity, fulfillment, lightheartedness, you know, happiness. Look at these words. These words will make you feel different versus, you know, destruction, violence, uh, or you look at other things like COVID-19. You know, you listen to them. These all feel like downers, don't they? So choose to use your words carefully because when you use your words carefully and you cultivate a positive language in your bag of tricks, in your everyday language, 
you will be able to tap into these higher feeling frequencies because words have frequencies attached. So when you use wonderful uplifting words, you're basically saying, I'm going to be cultivating higher vibes, good vibes, positive vibes, which will not only transform my life, but will transform the lives of the people that I interact with. Because one of the greatest gifts you can ever do is uplift other human beings. Because when you uplift them, you're conversely helping transform your own life simultaneously. So everybody wins. It's like everybody's jumping on the same wave, one long wave, everyone's surfing and having a really good time. That is the greatest gift. Come to the party with your high vibe. Don't come to the party with a really, really low vibe. Because if you do, you're not going to have a good time. And yes, it takes skill. Yes, it takes practice. All of these things take incredible fine-tuning. But that's the difference, you know. If you if you want to tune in and you want to tap into the very best that life can, can offer and you want to transform your life for the better because you're fed up and being dissatisfied and, you know, having enough challenge and enough pain, this is the way you have to go about it. You have to become conscious. You have to become conscious of your actions. Become conscious-minded so that you can start using this for your greater good. And as you do, your life will become a story of ever unfolding better feelings. I love this quote by Rumi. It says, raise your words, not your voice. It is the rain that grows flowers, not thunder. Isn't that just the most beautiful quote? And in what he's saying is, is that as you raise the tone of your voice, as you choose to use better feeling words, as you use, choose to use more positive, uplifting verbiage as you're interacting with other people in your day-to-day -day life. <clears throat> what you're doing is helping grow beautiful flowers inside of your mind and your heart as you're interacting with the world. But when you're shouting at people and you're getting being short with people and you're being upset by the small little things, what you're doing is, is you're just cultivating more weeds. So use your words to be able to cultivate more beautiful flowers rather than shouting and being short with everybody. Because if you do, your life's just gonna turn into a series of weeds. And that is when you start to fall short. And that's when you need to come back and start all over again and become conscious. But by doing these little things over and over again, you begin to rewire your brain. When you start to use more optimistic language, like, isn't that beautiful? Don't things work out for me? Aren't I lucky? Isn't it nice that this? Doesn't that person have a beautiful such and such? Isn't that person a good friend? Aren't I lucky? Wasn't that food delicious? You know, every time you're starting to cultivate this sort of language into your mind, you're telling your mind, I'm looking for the good, I'm looking for the good, I'm looking for the good. That takes time to be able to cultivate. And I know because I used to do the opposite. So it's taking me time to rewire. I have had to become incredibly conscious to change my language, to change the language of my mind, to change the language of myself to talk, to change the language of the words that I'm using, and to change literally everything from being completely disorganized, completely out of tune, completely out of sync, to becoming in sync. And life becomes a lot easier when you get in sync. So just <clears throat> start to use words for the better. Start to use words carefully, because as you do, your life will improve. Now, Louise Hay talked about affirmations. Affirmations are making statements that you want to have come true, such as, I'm healthy, wealthy, and wise, or life loves me, or I love and approve of myself. People find that very difficult to say 
um, affirmations that they don't yet believe, but when they're said with emotion behind, they can truly transform from the inside out. They can transform your mind and transfer your body. But really what it is, it's the emotion underneath the words that create the power. I actually prefer, aside from affirmations, I prefer the affirmations by Nurse St. John, which is just basically asking good feeling questions, which is, why am I happy and healthy? Why am I well? Why do things come together for me? Why is everything working out for me? Why am I abundant and prosperous? Why am I a success? Why do I share my message with such zest? Why am I so good at what I do? This is a different frequency because I'm asking my mind questions, but at the same time I'm emoting. Emoting meaning I'm feeling emotion as I'm saying it. Whatever it takes to fall into the emotion of that which you're trying to bring into your life is the way it works. And words have the ability to direct good feeling emotion in the body and conversely bad feeling emotion in your body. And the people in the world that we are wanting to lead us have the ability to tap into this really good feeling emotion regularly because it's always the person with the highest vibe that wins. So allow that flow state of yours to come from this higher frequency. So use your words to get you amped up. Use these words to get yourself feeling great. Even if you listen to the tone of my voice as I'm speaking a little bit quicker, you can hear the emotion driving up. And that's all they are, the, the ability of tone, the ability of voice, the ability of words can change how you feel. And if you listen to the sound of my voice, it's quite calm. And the calmness of my voice will be transferred over to you. But if I was erratic and mundane or boring like that guy on Ferris Bueller's Day Off, uh, like the teacher, I don't know if you've ever seen Ferris Bueller's Day's Day Off, but if you listen to the teacher, he goes, Adamson, Adley, Adler. His tone of voice is basically set up in that movie so that you are ready to fall asleep when you watch that film. And his class was very, very boring. And I can remember me at school listening to my teachers going, oh, so boring, so boring. And that's why I didn't really pay too much attention um, at school for some subjects because the teacher's voice was so boring. And because I'm very, very auditory, I need someone with some enthusiasm, some excitement, some sort of energy, some like life in their veins when they're speaking to me so that I can really be gripped in. That's what makes a good speaker and that's what makes a great teacher. So become someone who uses their words and tone to excite, to ignite, to uplift and to positively contribute to other people's lives. That's the power of words. The power of words will shape your life. The power of words will shape your day use them wisely. They're free, they're unlimited. I love people like Stephen Fry and I love people like Russell Brand, people who have such a fantastic use of vocabulary and they they're, they're able to use these words to to make you to make you think and to make you expand your mind. Um, and that's why reading is so good because you get to learn more words. But really, you can have words but it's the tone, remember. The tone is what is sharing the energy. So you use your words wisely and make sure you have some emotion under the words. You need to have emotional content. 
And emotional content means use your words, but have some power, have some thrust, have some ignition, have some life, have some zest, have some zeal underneath your words, because when you do, you'll make an impact wherever you're at. Now, finally, I just want to wrap up by saying something that I came across years ago, and this is by a doctor called Dr. Emoto Masaru from Japan. He's, he's passed away, and I've talked about him on, on one of my previous episodes, but I just want to remind you um, anyway. Dr. Emoto um, did a scientific study on water, and he wrote a book called The Hidden Messages of Water. And in his book, he used um, pictures from the Fujiwara Dam in Japan and took pictures of uh, a sample of water frozen prior to it being blessed by Zen Buddhist monks. So he had a picture of before and after of these frozen crystallized water of the Fujiwara Dam. And before it was blessed, it had this like splurgy, horrible looking picture. And after it was blessed by the Zen Buddhist monks, it had these beautiful crystals. So he was thinking, wow, that's a blessing. And there's an intent behind that. I wonder if I started to do this experiment with words, what would happen? So he took pictures of a crystal when it was, it had a frozen crystal with the word, I love you, um, attached to it. He took these frozen pictures of water and attached little words to each of these little samples. So he had one which says, I love you. He had one which says gratitude. He had one says, I want to kill you. And he had one that says, I hate you. Um, it had one that says, you make me sick. And it was so interesting because underneath every single message, there was either a crystal or this horrible looking picture. And it was so interesting that the positive words formed these gorgeous crystals. And he came up with this conclusion, which was, if this is what happens to water and our body is pretty much mostly water, what are our words doing to us? So that really makes you think, doesn't it? So when you use positive language, when you use good feeling language, when you use beautiful language, when you use language with tone, it can transform the cells in your body, which is mostly made up of water. And when you're using language, which is you make me sick, or I hate you, or I did da 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 what's that doing to the cells inside of your body? It's decomposing. Just imagine a world where people begin to use their minds and their words and their language and their tone for the better, to help transform their lives, to help make a positive impact, to help shape their world. Wouldn't that be awesome? Just think about the words that you use. So use your language and use the power of your words to better your life because when you do, you'll not only transform your life, but you'll transform the lives of others. Anyway, I've hoped you've enjoyed this podcast. If you're not following me already, please follow me on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and get liking, subscribing, and please share the message of well-being. That's what I'm all about. And as always, if you've got any questions, please feel free to write in. And if I can, I'll write back to you. I always try to write back to everybody who's uh, trying to write in. And once again, thank you for listening. And as always, I wish you green lights all the way.